Today, we've got an Amazon chatbot specialist on the show to talk about what's new in messaging and some great tips on how to get more reviews with an insert card that has on it truth or dare. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast from Helium 10. I'm your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon world. We got a serious seller on the line today coming to us from Colorado. Paul, welcome back to the show. How's it going, my man? Man, it's uh, it's good. This is... It's funny because, uh, you know, everyone, you know, pandemic, obviously, but um, started a new business during the pandemic. We're looking at starting, we're going to acquire a couple new brands. So, you know, uh, the world is crazy, but life is good. Can't complain. Acquiring brands. So, so like you're, 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 uh, you're trying to be a Thrasio and, and all these other things now by yourself, huh? <laughs> No, there's no way that I could be thrasty over myself. We, uh, <laughs> we have some friends that, um, he's in the, he's in the Amazon community. He kind of flies under the radar. His name is Patrick Mayoho. Um, dude is a master at sourcing. I mean, you know, everybody knows Keon. Um, mm-hmm. it's funny cause I've been trying to introduce Patrick and Keon for a couple years, but I met Patrick at the very, very first event that we ever went to. It was before SellerCon was SellerCon. I think they called it like amazing live or asm live or so i can't remember what they called it and um actually that was where i met um gee and uh manny actually manny spoke he actually spoke in an event and i met them there Uh, but anyway i met patrick there um just struck off a good friendship just we we actually now we go out and visit them him and his wife every year in michigan and um they have a brand that they were just kind of struggling because he's he's a sourcing pro he's just not really good at marketing so we're we're coming alongside. We're going to acquire fifty percent of the company and partner with him, me and my wife. And so that's a new brand that we're going to be launching um, later. See, see, that's what that's another a thing we're missing out on. You know, these days, you know, like we haven't been to conferences in in so long, and and um, you know, the networking aspect. And who knows? Maybe we're missing out on acquiring brands too by not being able to meet in person. But anyways, guys, we're, we had a lot of uh, Paul's origin story already on the show. He was he was here uh, back in way back in 2019. Guys, make sure to go check out Serious Sellers Podcast episode 90. It was episode 90, and you could see uh, a little bit more of his uh, superhero origin story. So today we get to concentrate, you know, basically on a lot more strategy and also, you know, what's been going on in the life of Paul since we last met him so you know he as you can see already he's becoming a a mogul you know buying up brands and and things like that but hey the first thing i wanted to ask you about because even though we talk to people about chatbots and uh things you know frequently is there's been a lot of changes in messaging and things like that over the last few months since i've talked to anybody on this show And, and like one of them just like just like I'll be just in a Facebook Messenger chat with somebody in Europe, you know, I had nothing to do with bots or anything, and I'm getting like strange messages, like, "Hey, now there's these rules in Europe, and they might not be able to see your." I'm like, I'm not even using like a chatbot here, I, you know? Are you regulating my just regular message? So like, I'm just assuming that there's there's probably a lot of things that have changed due to some like regulatory issues. Is that a, a fair assessment to say? Oh my gosh, 
it's a nightmare in Europe, to be completely honest. I feel bad because we have clients. One of our clients, he's an amazing guy, um, lives in Denmark. And so now all of his all of his messenger stuff is under this regulatory guidance. But his his clients, all of his customers are in America. It's so stupid. And so it's just because he lives in America or in 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 Denmark, he lives in the EU. Now he can't do things like you can't send videos in chat. Um, you can't reply to messages. You can't have a persistent menu. Uh, you know, I have a whole training in Kevin's in the freedom ticket, right? I talk about post-purchase inserts, right? It's one of those most, in my opinion, most underutilized ways to build build an audience and build traffic to your actual brand. And uh, what I teach is to do it. Uh, it's called a ref URL in in the many chat world. And basically what that is, is it's a URL that clicks into Messenger that opens up a conversation like a, a flow of automation. That won't work in Europe now. I don't know why. It has. I don't understand what that has to do with privacy, to be completely honest. It's it's really hampering user experience, and um, it's frustrating. Europe is... Okay, so won't work in Europe. So like that means that if I had uh, an insert and it just put people directly into a, a, a chatbot flow or something, like it literally won't work? Or is there just something special you have to do to it to make it in compliance? Yeah, yeah. So it won't work because... The um, it's it's I don't I don't understand the, the thought behind it. But what you can do is uh, have what I would what I would do is I would I would have it go to a landing page. So here's here's the general rule of thumb that I always that I always really emphasize is owning your audience. It's a big thing that I've talked about for years and years and years and years. It's a brand experience. You got to own your audience, build your audience, right? So with these referral links, what I do. So it's like I own CMU.life, which is Chat Marketing University. That's that's our course, right? I own TCA.life, and that's uh, the chat agency. And I own those specifically so that I can set up redirects. And then I can set where that link forwards to. So like if I go to like um, TCA.life slash Helium 10 or something, right? Like I could set that up in that service, and then I can choose where the link goes. So that's what I'm telling people to do is you want it to go to a landing page, or if you can, like, tell um you could put your get started message um like you can modify that in in many chat too where you where like the welcome message when people come in like it first interact with your bot you could have it if you're in europe make sure you say get started or something um but the way around this sorry for the long lead up is keywords still work keyword triggers so You've got to be able to get the your people in Europe a keyword, right? So let's say if you're um, registering a product, you could just say when you get to the bot or when you get to Messenger, say register. And then that'll kick off the flow because keywords still work. So what still works in Europe is click-to-message ads, comment growth tools, and those keywords, right? So what does that have to do with uh, – because I remember you just mentioned a couple minutes ago like you owning your website or something. Like So you're saying if I, if I don't own my own URL, I can't do that in Europe? If I'm just using a like a, a what's the, like a Bitly or something like that, uh, so yeah. So let me roll this back. The reason why I was thinking that is so like a Bitly, right? Uh, you can change. I don't know if you can change a destination URL. I think you might be able to, but the thinking is right is that 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 ref URL will not fire. Mm -hmm. It won't fire any automation. So the problem then is you've got to tell the people in Europe. Um, 
they've got to say something. They've got to say register or something. So that's where I would use an intermediary landing page. Um, yeah. You could detect if somebody's in Europe, have them go to a landing page instead of going to Messenger. Oh, okay. And then okay. on the landing page, then you can say, um, you know, you can continue to register this in Messenger or you can register it here on the page. Honestly, for Europe, um, and again, I've been advocating this for years and years. And one of the reasons why I love Messenger is because you can get a subscriber in Messenger in email and SMS, all in the all in the messenger flow. That's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Is you get three opt-ins basically for the price of one. Um, but with with Europe specifically, I'm just almost 100% advocating just using SMS. Okay, so I mean, I, I, I'm definitely going to want to test this out with our product manager because you know we, we've got uh, portals, right. you know, with Helium 10, and and you know we can we, we can send people to Messenger and we can create landing pages. But as far as uh, USA goes, the, the way that people people have been doing things really hasn't changed. In other for the most part, yeah. The, right? No, the biggest shift that I'm seeing is um, Facebook, especially during the the election cycle. Um, there was getting there were a lot of pages getting um, bans and or suspensions, um, just because everything like security was heightened, uh, you know, because yeah. of the whole bot issue in 2016, right? Um, so there, the biggest thing right now that I'm hearing is people are like, okay, I built this list of, you know, well, in some cases it's like 40 people, right? There was a question in a group that I'm a part of um, that one of my my friends runs. And she's sort of made me the de facto messenger expert person, which I'm, I'm cool to answer those questions. And so mm. in, in this use case, it was a lady, she had just gotten 40 people to sign up, right? Um, and those 40 people, she was asking like, okay, how do I, how do I let them know when I go live on Facebook? Because that's a real use case, right? Yeah. Like um, people go live and they send out an alert. So there's use cases that there, there's a messenger tag called a confirmed event reminder. Um in, if you were to ask me six months ago or even eight months mm -hmm. ago, I would say use that. The problem is, is that we did everything by the book. Um, we did this actually for my friend Rachel Miller. They're saying, yeah. alert me in Messenger. We're adding them with a tag. And, and so then we were sending out a tag like confirmed event reminder because that's specifically what they were asking for. And Facebook gave her a slap on the wrist because it's just an mm -hmm. auto. It's so stupid, man. It's like it, – it, it's almost like Amazon shoot first and ask questions later. Like they're going to, yeah, they're going to yeah. slap you on the wrist. It's going to be an, a bot automation thing. It's total garbage. Um, if it went to manual approval with a real person, they would see that everything we were doing was by the book. It's totally cool. But yeah. because of that experience, I'm telling people to use one time notification requests for everything or, and, or switch over to SMS because, uh, um, the one-time notification request is essentially like a token that you can redeem for anything. And so we use these for um, like product review requests, right? This is the best use case for this because one thing that I see Amazon sellers doing that's wrong and they're getting suspended and rightfully so because they're violating the rules unknowingly, right? But it is in, it's really pretty clearly documented in their developer toolkit what these requests are used for. Um, a lot of Amazon sellers will use a post-purchased update to to do a review request the problem with that is that's not an update that's a request an update is like your order has shipped or your credit card has been declined or um your order is delayed that's an update it it's it's not an update saying um 
you know, have you received your product? That's not an update. That's a question. And so when people, mm-hmm. oftentimes people will say, have you received your, your, your order or whatever they, the customer will then answer and then they follow up with, okay, great. What's your feedback? Um, that that's technically a violation because it's not an update. It's a question. So what we do is I just tell people, at least in America, in Europe, they don't have one-time notifications, which again is, it blows my mind because the purpose of a one-time notification is to get explicit permission. It's like, Hey, Bradley, do you want to know when we go live? You say yes. Okay, great. I'm going to send you this notification. You tap the one-time notification. You specifically said, I want to know, but that's not available in Europe. In America, it's still available. And so that's what I'm telling people to use if you're using the Messenger channel. Um, If you want to send a broadcast for free, obviously you like have the sponsored broadcast availability, but those are wonky because they don't go out right away. It's like Facebook has this goofy algorithm that they send them out in bits and chunks and Anyway, Messenger is still an amazing platform. It's really viable. I love ManyChat because yeah. like we're going to be we're going to have the capability with WhatsApp and Instagram direct here pretty soon. It's in beta testing. Um so I'm still all in on chat, but it really comes down yeah. to like it's more the medium, right? It's a conversation. It's a conversational medium. Um and you're seeing the rise of this in either text or voice, right? Clubhouse, for example massive 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 rise because it's conversation people sitting in rooms talking um and it's it's just meeting people where they're at and so that's as a marketer i my brain always goes what's hot right now where's people where are people hanging out um and how can we communicate with them in, in those um in the media that they they prefer to be communicated with yeah okay so just, you know, you might not, I'm not even sure if you know about this, but, you know, we, we talked a little bit right there about, about Helium 10 portals and, and how you can send these people and chatbots to landing pages. But did you know that portals now has insert card and QR code creation in it? I know. Yeah. So your team had sent me stuff because I am an insert card. I save nearly every insert card. And so I have a library of stuff like actual physical cards, but then we also have our templates and, um, I knew that you had it, but I haven't checked it out yet. But I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, also, so did they contact? I was about to offer you something, but I guess maybe uh, we did already. But like to maybe get a couple of your your ideas and put your name yeah. on it and get it into our our tool. You know, it's kind of like naming a a library at your alma mater before that actually happens. I mean, it sounds like maybe you know you're you're down to do that. But but can you verbally describe just a general? a general cool insert card template, you know, on what you think is an easy win, because a lot of people out there, you know, they might have always held back on insert cards and some somewhat rightfully so, because what what they were thinking of before, what people were doing were these like shady things where it's like, Hey, you know, leave me a five-star review and and we'll give you a gift card if you scan here. And of, of course that's like, you know, you should not be doing stuff like that, but just insert cards in itself is not, uh, you know, against terms of service. So, so for somebody who has never done an insert card before, it's obviously getting more and more important to build your outside, uh, Amazon audience, as you just talked about. So what's an easy win, what's an easy kind of like setup that they do for the insert card and what's the goal of it? Like, what are they trying to do? Yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about mindset and psychology before I go into setup, because in, in my opinion, oftentimes in the Amazon space, we get a little obsessed with tactics and forget strategy. Um, because tactic is like how you do stuff, but strategy is why, and it's the underlying reason of what you're doing. So you got to think, okay, so, um, strategy, right? The strategy behind having an insert is you're wanting to further connect with people 
and 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 either have them trade their information with you, right? So think of it as an info trade. They're going to give you their information for something. And uh, that's one strategy. Another strategy that people use with inserts is, is just to give more info on other products. Um, you know, number one thing that you always need in an insert is info on the product itself. You got to answer those low-hanging FAQ um, questions, right? Like, what is it that makes this product different or how do you use it, right? So that's got to be in there. Um, I'm looking at one from... I own it. It's called by, by 12 South. It's a little, uh, it's a Mac. It's like a, a, a notebook stand, right? So what they've done well in this one, great product photography, really good, like well thought out design. It shows like, it says turn your laptop into a desktop and it shows like helps with neck strain, eye strain, that sort of thing. What they did well was the, the, the branding is on point. The packaging is amazing. They're, they're emphasizing the other products, but what they didn't do is they don't have any reason for for you to follow up. And this is like the biggest mm. low-hanging fruit that um, I think that every single insert card has to be something about FAQs, like how to use the product, you know, explain the story of a brand a little bit. Like we have in ours, like we're a small family-owned company from Northern Colorado, you know, a little bit of why we do mm -hmm. what we do. You know, we donate to charity, that sort of stuff. Um, and then we say, hey, you know, we have a couple calls to action, you know, uh, the QR link goes to a landing page in our site uh, that people can either learn how to use our products or register their purchase for, for warranty. Um, so that's our thing. What we could do better about our inserts is that we could have a stronger call to action of saying, and we're actually changing our packaging. It's, it's amazing. It's going to be amazing. Um, but what we could do better is basically have a call to action of, um, you know, register your purchase for it for a free for a free chance to win something. I really love lead magnets where there's the everyone wins model, and then there's the big prize yeah. like spiff, right? So the everyone wins model would be uh, register your purchase for ten dollar gift card, you know, to our to our site, no questions asked, as well as a chance to win a hundred dollar um, Amazon gift card, something along those lines. So this is great because it's one, it's an insert. Um, if you've heard me in the past, I'm not a big fan of doing giveaways with Amazon gift cards because they're too broad, but yeah. I will do that with our audience because they have proven that they've already purchased, right? So that's the key. They can't register for that if they don't give us their order ID. You know, we'll check that, yes. making sure that it's actually a legit order. Then we'll enter them into the contest. We do this for clients and like we get hundreds of registrants every week because people are going through. And so um, I heard a stat the other day, so, you know, don't, I guess you can quote me on this, but you could, you also need to quote me that I haven't verified this. Okay. So the person that okay. was, that was saying this, they said that every email address you collect is worth between five and $150 to you as a brand. Now I would want to verify that, but my assumption is he was saying this based on like lifetime value of a customer, right? Um, you know, it is documented Harvard school of business has documented that it is five times cheaper to sell to the, an existing customer than it is to acquire mm -hmm. a new customer. So that's why it's so important to look at your entire brand experience, how people interact with your brand, and give them opportunities for them to become more engaged with you, whether that's in the form of you know joining your influencer tribe, which I'm a huge proponent of, or registering their purchase for a freebie, 
or just joining you on Facebook, anything along those lines, if you're not doing this, you're literally leaving thousands, if not hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars on the table. I mean, there was a lady I talked to uh, last week. She's been in business for 14 years. She's a category leader. She has not once ever collected an email address from somebody for 14 years. And it was like blow. It was blowing my mind. I was like, it's the easiest thing to do. So I'm going to go through one other. I love this insert. And um, if you're the owner of Linen Spa, uh, give me a, if you and you listen to this, I, I, I know that you're a private label seller. Give me a call because your inserts are the bomb. They're so good. Linen Spa, it's, it looks like just a little postcard, like a three by five postcard, right? It's high gloss paper, really good branding, um, blue, like white text on blue. And it says truth or dare. As soon as you see it, that's all you see. It says truth or dare. I love that. I love that because it's so much better. The thing that I see so much overdone, it's terrible. Guys, if you're doing this, remove it from your insert and burn it from your brain is a terrible idea. I see this all the time. Happy? Leave a review. Unhappy? Uh Contact us. Like, come on, try harder. First of all, that's kind of against terms of service. If Amazon catches that, um, you know, you'll... You, you'll get uh, put in time yeah. out. Not kind of, actually. It is actually <laughs> yes. against terms of service. You are not allowed to pre-filter reviews. All it's going to take is a couple competitors purchasing your product and reporting you to Amazon, Amazon investigating, and your listing is going to be shut down. Your account may be yep. indefinitely suspended. If you're doing that, stop. Think strategically. Follow the rules. There is no reason that you need to be breaking terms of service to build a list, guys. Don't do that. But what is it that's going to stop people in their tracks and make them want to take action, whether that's open the insert or read the ad or, or in, interact with the ad? It's got to be a thumb stopper. Just because you launch a product on Amazon doesn't mean it's going to sell. You've got to have a story. So this thumb stopping moment, right? Linen Spa, they sell boring products, but their story is so good. Um, and, and their branding is so good. It says truth or dare. You open it up. That's all you see truth or dare. You open it up. They have two sides. Truth. Some people just aren't risk takers. That's okay. Leave a review about your new linen spa product or dare. Now we're talking. We could tell you are a wild one. Post an online review. So first of all, they said online review. I love that. Post an online review with a twist. By incorporating the name of your favorite TV show or movie. Guys, guys, let's just pause and admire the brilliance. <laughs> I love it. Isn't it? I love it. Because you're gonna get a beefy review, right? You're not yeah. you're not gonna get it, you're not gonna get a, a two-sentence, this was a great product. I loved it. You want people to leave really long, well thought out, well articulated reviews. Because what Amazon is in the business of is is serving their customers and helping them find solutions, right? They're they're um, Amazon is, what do they call it? Customer obsessed. They're, they're obsessed with serving their end user, which is the customer, right? The, the person buying the products. So how they do that is by providing them with the best product that matches their search criteria. One of the things that we all know that goes into that is reviews, obviously ranking, right? But the more reviews you have like this that are beefy and well thought out, and well written, oh man, it's, mm-hmm. it's like gold. All right, guys, quick break from this episode for my BTS, Bradley's 30 seconds. All right, here's my 30 second tip. We've talked about 
you know, having coupons on your listing. You know how you do the Amazon coupon and then it'll show up like 5% off, 10% off on the search results page. Well, there's a way to get one where you don't have to pay any money. Every time you do one of those other coupons, you gotta pay Amazon a fee. You can get a nice 5% off or 10% off kind of like tag right there on your listing that shows up in the search results and it's red, big, bold, and red by just lowering the price. So if you lower your price by a certain amount, your regular price, that's at least 5% off of any price you've had in the last 30 days, there will usually be a big red symbol that'll say 5% off, 7% off, et cetera, right there on the Amazon search results. So it's a great way to bring some uh, visibility to your listing and search results without having to pay Amazon any money. That's amazing. Like even to me as a buyer, you know, yeah. uh, that's totally, you know, what would inspire me. Cause none of us like, see, that's just like you said, you know, we think our product is the greatest. Everybody would want to review it. How many of us actually leave reviews? I mean, we order hundreds of products a year sometimes from Amazon. How many do we actually leave reviews? And we've got to understand that it, it's, it's a weird thing for a customer to leave a review and it's, or like a very uh, unique uh, unique case. And you've got to be able to do something unique to get people's attention to do it. It's almost like it's almost intimate in a sense, right? Because so in our market, we're in the baby market, our, our, our target buyers, our mommies, like 90% of the time, they're mommies with toddlers and babies. Like you want to talk about a demographic mm -hmm. that has no time. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So trying to get reviews um, from a super busy, you've got, you have got to excel in customer service. So let's just take that mentality, right? Let's just say that you're in a, in a market that people have tons of time. Maybe you're selling to entrepreneurs that vacation in the Maldives all the time. <laughs> or, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not that you have tons of time, but I'm, you know what I get, you know what I'm getting at, right? Like, let's, yeah, yeah. let's say that they have yep, tons, yep. you still have to over deliver. You've got to surprise and delight. You've got to, you've got to sure. um, find creative ways to connect. And it's got to be like a genuine connection as much as you can make it. And so that's why I, I really think that, that inserts are the most underutilized thing because it's a great way to create genuine connection, whether you're pushing people into um, your, your brand affiliate or a brand ambassador program or whatever you want to call it, or putting them into a Facebook group or just thanking them for their purchase. You know, one of the best things that I, I also love seeing is included extras that are not advertised. There was a t-shirt company that I bought from a ton, um, in the early two thousands, maybe late nineties called Ephraim. And they had really well thought out like t-shirts and I, I, I originally bought from them because I thought their, their shirts were cool. Um, this was back when I was like a young, a young pup going to shows and, you know, I cared about things like coolness and fashion. Um, now I'm a, now I'm a tired dad and I care about things like sleep <laughs> and, and quality of sleep. <laughs> but, um, I, I ordered from their website and they included a whole bunch of stickers, like a, a written note. And um, some patches and like little pins that you could put in like messenger bags for free. But the thing about this was that you could buy those on the website. And so that's the, that's the, that's the key here. There was a cost associated with them that I could have bought them, but they threw them in my order for free. And so let's say that you have something in your, in your, the emphasis of your brand is, is, is um, wellness. So let's use like supplements, right? Okay. You can include like a, a free 30 day wellness journal or something like that. You know, you get those manufactured in bulk in China for maybe 10 to 50 cents a piece. Obviously your margins okay. are going to go down, but then you also want to sell that wellness journal journal on your website 
so that people can see that it's worth money, maybe five or 10 bucks. But you want to include in your insert, hey, thank you so much for taking this, this supplement, you know, trying these supplements out. You know, as our thanks to you, we wanted to include this free journal. Um, we find that, uh, or we wanted to include this journal, you know, normally we charge five bucks for it, but we find that um, the best way that people, you know, tackle their wellness journey is by keeping tabs on it. And so this is to your success yada yada the point is that you you want to it's the law of reciprocity in action if you give people stuff without them expecting to receive it they're going to have yeah. a positive impression of you and they're going to want to do things for you in return right so that's going to increase yeah. your review rate because you're not giving them something for free in exchange for a review you're giving them something for free out of the kindness of your heart and yeah, if you yeah. if you can do that, and, and that they didn't expect either, yeah. so it's like it's like a it's like the whole pleasant surprise, yep. you know, uh, effect there. And and it has a monetary value associated with it, because if people can see, wow, they just gave me this thing that normally people buy for, for like five or ten bucks, right? That's the great thing about yep. being in private label. We set our own prices. Something that we buy for ten cents, you could sell for ten bucks. Something you buy for 50 cents, you could sell for, you know, five bucks, 10 bucks. It doesn't matter. But my point is, is that you assign a value to it because you're the, you're the brand owner, right? You're the one who creates that, 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 um, that price point, the market assigns the value, obviously like they, by whether or not they're going to pay for it. But the, but the point is, is that it, it has real value. It's something you, 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 you charge for normally people pay for, but you include it for free. You don't advertise about it. You don't say you get this also, it's not a listing optimization trick. What it's going to do is it's going to increase your list rank because eventually people are going to start talking about it. They're going to leave reviews about it. It's going to give your your review rates going to increase. The positive review rate is going to increase because you're leaving people with a positive experience on the on your company. Yeah, I mean that that's just golden. I actually heard that the, for the first time uh, as a, as kind of a strategy just a, a few months ago. You know, you know Tomer uh, Rabinovich. Oh, I love Tomer. Yeah, from Israel and and. He, He's been on the podcast a couple of times and he actually presented in a, one of our quarterly elite workshops and he had this presentation that he did for them called the uh, the six star review experience or something like that. And one of his strategies in there was like, yeah, you know, put something in there, you know, that you're not, you know, sometimes, sometimes we think, oh, I need to like bundle stuff in my product and then I need to put it like on the front picture and make really, you know, make it show. And you know what, sometimes that might be uh, appropriate, but what happens is when it's, something that they're not expecting it just like it gives them that six star you know experiences where it makes them just organically more inclined to leave a review and you'll all of a sudden start getting these reviews like wow this product is great and i i can't believe it you know they actually you know threw in this thing and, and it had gift wrapping i didn't even know it would come with that and whatever and then it's just really increases your chance and we're not talking about oh now you're gonna increase your review rate by 20 percent, but you know on average it's like what one every 50 one every 100 reviews or something, you know, will or what sales will get a review. Well, I mean, things, little things like this, you might think, Hey, it only gives me one more review per hundred, but that's doubling your review velocity, right. you know, right there. So these are the kind of things you guys need to, to, to concentrate on. And actually speaking of elite workshops, Helium 10 elite guys, that's our high level kind of mastermind where we get together and it's mostly six, seven, eight figure sellers come together and, and network and, and listen to a specialized talks that we don't, that we don't talk about, you know, out there, like to, that, that method that you guys heard from Tomer, uh, you never heard that here in the podcast. He, he kind of saves that for the, uh, the higher level events and, and Paul, you're going to be speaking at the, uh, 
the next one. Now we don't want to get a, you know, don't spoil all, all the uh, things you're going to talk about there, but ha have you thought about like a, an outline of what you are going to be presenting oh. at the next uh, elite workshop? Yeah, I'm already, I know for sure. I mean, so, um, we've been using nano influencers in our business for four years. And again, everything that I do comes back, comes down to brand strategy. And how does that, how does that brand strategy interact with marketing tactics? Right. So you have marketing strategy, marketing tactics and brand strategy um, that, that go hand in hand. And uh, everything, everything that we do is all about surprise and delight for our customers. I want to make sure that every single one of our customers is, is ecstatic. And I'm going to be talking about how we have leveraged and worked with, partnered with uh, nano influencers to get. Um, I, I'll need to show you this image. Um, we were able to track uh, some story views kind of loosely um, on, on Instagram. And in the past 18 months, we've had 9.5 million story views, um, distributed from our influencers, um, which is, it blew my mind, uh, seeing those numbers. And the thing about like this, it's like, um, PR hacking or grassroots PR working with, with people, um, to help get the word out about your brand. It's, it's, this is where Amazon is moving. You know, you see this Amazon posts. There was a, there was a, a um, yep. somebody had a question the other day. I think it was in Leron's group um, <clears throat> about how he gets UGC, or he was. Um, uh, they were getting their um, posts removed for duplicate content, right? And so there's all these people saying, "Well, well, here's what we do. We just use the same image, but we just tweak things and we change the headlines." Come on, guys, that's so cheesy. Why are you Why are you doing that? The, like, I get it. Like, if if you're looking at it as a way that you can game the system. Yeah, you can game the system, but people aren't going to engage with that, right? You're not selling to bots. You're selling to people. People don't buy products. They buy pictures of products. So if you're not having – if you don't have good lifestyle photos, if you don't have good product photography, what do you think people are going to view your brand as, right? So – Amazon Post, uh, partnering with influencers for Amazon Post, partnering with influencers for Amazon Live, but really more about partnering with influencers to to get the word out and tell your brand story so that you can be like the market saturation leader. If you win, if you win the game of 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 authority, which comes with uh, it's it's all about social proof. If you can win that battle off Amazon, you're going to win it on Amazon. So that's what I'm going to be talking about. Yeah. Cool, cool. So, guys, you know that that's it, it's not cheap to be uh, in, in a mastermind, but uh, this is you know it's, it's it includes uh, the highest level of Helium Ten membership. If you want to just give it a try for a month, you know, um, just to be able to come to this is only quarterly that we have these high level get-togethers here. Just go right now to h10.me forward slash elite h10.me forward slash elite. Upgrade your your Helium Ten membership. And then after a month, you know, if you're like, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm not ready for this uh, level yet, you can just go back to your platinum or diamond plan. But but this is the time. This is only, you know, four times a year. And it's at the uh, uh, end of Fe or middle of February that uh, Paul is going to be speaking. So make sure to at least, you know, sign up and and be able to listen to him and tell him that you heard him on on the podcast. Now, now before uh, we, we leave here, just really, really briefly, uh, you know, a couple minutes or less. Talk about the phenomenon that is Clubhouse and and how you've become like a an influencer on there. You've got like thousands of followers yeah. on this brand new platform right now. So funny. I was telling my wife, um, if you follow me on social media, I'm sorry. 
I don't put out a ton of content. I just don't have time. Um, I'm too busy building brands and, and doing and actually working to put out a bunch of content. I mean, that may be a lame excuse, but I know that I could have a content strategy and all that. But when it comes to Clubhouse, like it just clicks with me because I'm a, a I really am a verbal, like I'm a kinesthetic and auditory person. So I, I've always loved speaking. I've always loved being on stage and helping people. Um, I mean, when I was a little kid, I mean, my backstory, I wanted to be a pastor and what do pastors do? They, they preach on stage, right. And they, they change people's lives, you know, one-on-one mentorship, um, guiding people. And so clubhouse is, it was so cool. I, I heard about it from Rachel Miller's group. Um, I'm a part of her mastermind and one of my friends in her mastermind had an invite in December and, um, she got me in and, um, it was insane. I was able to get like a thousand followers in like a week. And now I'm at like 5,000 or something like that. And I was telling my wife, it's literally the only social media platform that I've ever cared about building a following. And the reason why I care is because it's the best approximation to being in a, in a physical mastermind that we've had since the pandemic started. I think we're so starved for genuine human connection. Clubhouse is great because the rooms that I hang out in are there was this one room that I was a part of. They ran it ran for 20 days straight. It was the coolest experience. It was put on by some new friends of mine that I met on Clubhouse named Dan and Kate. And it was called What It Takes to Run a One Million Dollar Business. And it was with people from all over the world. There were a couple people that were Amazon sellers, and they're like Rich Goldstein was in that room a ton with me. Um, you know, he's not a seller, but he he serves sellers. Um But the coolest thing about this was it's just this. I love doing that stuff. I love giving people advice and and the aspiring entrepreneurs. It's like, I've got this problem because, I mean, here's the thing. Like when I started my business, like we we put it on a credit card, right? I don't advocate that. But I was I was dirt broke. I was running two jobs. I was working two jobs Um, prior to getting married to my wife. I was making 400 bucks a month. I'm surprised that her, her, her parents let her marry me. And so I get it. Like I get being at this, at the spot where you have nothing and you don't know what to do and you're trying to find mentors, but you don't have a college degree because I don't. And, and, and you just have this dream to do something big. And I think that's what I love about clubhouse is that it takes the form of casual hangout where you could just hang out with your buddies, just talk, have fun, or it can be like genuine groups of people. Like literally dude, this one room that I was in, the billion, the the what it takes to run a million dollar group, it was running for probably 11, 10 days at this point when Grant Cardone signed up for the app and then Damon John signed up for the app. And they would come in to our room and just co-moderate with us. Like I shared the stage helping people alongside some of my heroes, right? Like these are people yeah. that have what Grant Cardone. And, and that's kind of like the benefit uh, the the biggest thing, I think, the biggest advantage of Clubhouse is, guys, this is not something that, oh, hey, l- let me promote my my private label brand on here or build a, a following or something. No, this is like more about the educational and, and networking side. You're going to be able to rub shoulders with and learn from for free, you know, stuff that in the past you would have had to go, you know, pay like $1,000 to be part of a, a special mastermind or, or you know, like. Or you might not even have that opportunity to rub shoulders with people of that, you know, Grant Cardone, Damon John, et cetera. You know, like uh, this is, I mean, actually there, there's rooms in there. I've been in a room with 21 Savage and this, I mean, even not just in the business world, there's just a lot of celebrities on there who are, you know, giving their 
giving their advice and different things like that. So um, how can people follow you on, on Clubhouse? Yeah, just, just look for me, go to Clubhouse and look for Paul Barron. Um, I run a room every week called AMA, um, what it takes to run a seven, eight, and nine figure brand on Amazon. Um, just kind of in the spirit of how I got started, just helping people out. We we have, last week, uh, we had Casey Goss. Um, we had Tim Jordan for a little bit. Um, he he had a conflict. We had Kevin Keene. It's literally like a who's who. Um, Brian Johnson is in there. Like the, the amount, like the, the total like speaker panel that we had represented billions, billions with a B of dollars of either management or actual product experience in the Amazon space. It is so cool. So um, I've applied for a club. It's funny because there are people that have been on the app less time than me and they just applied for a club. And I was like, I'm going to follow the rules because you got to do a thing for three weeks. And I'm still waiting for my club to be approved, but there's a handful of great clubs for Amazon sellers on there. Just, just search for clubs. Leron started one. Leo Scovio started one. Um, uh, there's a, I think maybe Rana Singh might've started one. Um, but it's, yeah. So follow me on there. And, um, I'm in, I'm in rooms fairly regularly, um, generally about an hour, I don't know, at least a couple, 30 minutes, 40 minutes a day. Um, sometimes I'm on the app like four or five hours at a stretch, but, um, yeah, so that'd be good. And I know that. Yeah. So guys, give me a follow too. I'm not on there, uh, at all that much, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be starting a room with Kevin King, uh, soon that we're going to do on there, but, uh, I'm, uh, H10 Bradley. Now, uh, before, Oh, we get into the other ways that, you know, I know that's an invite only place. Maybe people won't be able to get on there for a little while and, and we'll definitely get your other contact information here. But before we do that, let's do our, our TST 30 second tip. Now, every time I've told you to keep something, uh, you know, short, you, you haven't. So <laughs> this is going to be a challenge. This is going to be a challenge. It's like a truth or dare. Like we talked about earlier, can a uh, Paul keep it to 30 seconds or less? All right. Give give us like your best 30 second tip about inserts, about chatbots, about life hack about uh you know not giving up on your favorite football team whatever <laughs> it's got to be 30 seconds or less <laughs> go ahead <laughs> okay, we go. okay uh 30 second tip save every insert you ever buy that's it whether it's a receipt from firehouse subs that. or from anything be a student of of what it takes to get people to stop pause and take action and that's the way that i do it is in inserts i take notes on ads that i see on tv just be a student and um, take that down. Don't just take it down, but write actionable steps of how you're going to implement it in your business. Mm -hmm. Is that a, I love it. I love. Wow, I like was, it kept it at like twenty seconds. That's awesome. But that's actually that's actually a great tip. I'm not doing that, and I know I've seen so many cool ones where I'm like, wow, that was so cool. But then I never like you know, or never kept it. So now I forgot right. what it was. So that's a great tip. Now, if people are not on Clubhouse, what are the other ways that they can find you on the uh, interwebs if they want to, yep. you know, reach out, get more information on chatbots, etc.? Yep. So yeah, so the chatagency.com, you can connect with me there. Um, we're booking calls. Apparently, we're booked out through March now. Um, but I'm going to be adding more people to help help me out alleviate that load. Um, chatmarketinguniversity.com as well. And then our our Facebook group is Chat Marketing Strategies for Amazon Sellers. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Paul, for, uh, for, uh, coming here. It's been a while since we've seen each other in person, you know, due to the pandemic, but you know, hopefully this year when things, uh, get to some level of, of normalcy, we can, uh, you know, hang out, hang out again. And then, uh, we'll definitely be reaching out to you next year and, and see, see what all, what all happened with you, uh, this yeah. year in your Amazon and, and also other endeavors. For sure. I mean, well, I'm correct me if I'm, are, am I going to see you live the helium 10 elite? 
nope, this will be virtual okay. still. So when we do that elite thing, uh, I'll see you, you yeah. know, like, uh, through, through, uh, through our virtual webinar software, but, uh, face to face, uh, you know, th there might be a show in July. Who knows? I, th I think the next prosper might be, uh, if that happens, maybe July. All right. We'll talk to you All later. All right. Cool, man. Thanks, dude.